0: Well, uh, as I get into uh, the message today, um, we're going to, uh, as, as <coughs> we made um, mention about Brian and Sarah, uh, Hughes' house burning this week. It was a crazy week for a lot of people. But uh, we just uh, want to extend our love to Brian and Sarah and the kids. Uh, they did lose everything this week. If you are a guest with us, you're not aware of it. Uh, but uh, Brian, who's standing up there holding the wall, Him and his wife, eh, they lost their house. And um, I'm going to preach today's message. I could not get to my next message because of what took place this week. And so um, I'm going to kind of rewind and we're going to do Braveheart part two. Um, If you were here last week, we talked about the gift of encouragement. And um, as I was trying to move on in the message and I kept coming up to a wall and kept coming up to a wall... I kept hearing the Lord say, work where I'm working. And so I want to work where God's working. And so God is in the midst of this church doing a work with the gift of encouragement and love. And he's doing something deep in our hearts. And I I don't want to just go over this and just not... Uh, Work where the Lord is working so today I really want to share we're going to have several testimonies today we're going to have Brian and Sarah share a testimony we're going to also have uh, Holly and Hannon share a testimony of what God is doing and with the gift of encouragement that I talked about last week and we're going to have some impartation and encouragement from the Lord today so you guys cool with that? So it's going to be a little different message I am going to review a little bit of what I talked about last week and so last week. I talked about the the gift of encouragement and how the gift of encouragement always shows up when there's a need and Wow, did a need show up this week? a big need showed up this week and so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna first let Holly and Hannon come up and share What God did last week. So last week we had this time of impartation at the end of the service. And we had the laying on of hands. And there was an impartation of the gift of encouragement. And they're going to share what God did in their own hearts with that. And then we're going to move into, uh, I'm going to kind of, Recap my message because I think God's wanting us to pause right now There's a sila moment that we need to take and not rush through what God is doing to put something deep in our hearts Would anybody agree with that and so I don't know where Holly and Hannon are where where are they at everybody? Welcome Holly and Hannon to the floor Early this week uh, Holly sent me a text and um, I'm sure she's going to share the context of that But it really encouraged me as well. And uh, the Lord is definitely working with the gift of encouragement, isn't he, Hannon? You got that right, right? So I'm going to let them share. And the preaching is going to be, what does the word say? We overcome the enemy by the what? Blood of the Lamb lamb and the word of our testimony. And loving not our lives even unto death. And so there's this power of testimony that we're going to have today. So Holly, you take the floor and Hannon. All right.
1: Okay, Hannon's up here with me, um, but I'm going to talk about him. <laughs> um, so last week, whenever Eric was, um, w- when we lined up for prayer, for encouragement, um, Hannon was with us, and so I just said, Hannon, you have this gift. God has already given you the gift of encouragement, and, um, but I just believe that he's going to increase that gift in you, and so anyway, so that's all I said to him. And then Eric came up and he said, Hannon, you have the gift of encouragement, and I believe God's going to increase that gift in you. So anyway, and I heard that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, praise God, you know, because sometimes as a mom, you're like, OK, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like your words might be getting through enough to where they really hear you, you know. So it was just great confirmation. So when we went home, I asked him, and I was like, hey, what would you think about <laughs> what Pastor Eric said? He was like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. He said exactly what you said. <laughs> so anyway, so that was great. That was great for me. That was great for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so the other thing is, I realized when um, Eric was preaching, that I have the gift of encouragement too so I feel like it's passed down (laughs) right um and I also feel like Boaz has the gift of encouragement as well in our family but um I just he was going through the list of things and I was like oh my gosh I have all of these things this is this is the reason why I feel like I do like I just kept thinking like I'm not weird after all (laughs) well that's true that's true yeah um so anyway, it was just like I could check off every single thing on that list uh, that I, I i don't know. It's just like a witness in my spirit. Yes, this is the gift that I have. You know, sometimes you know the gifts that you have, and then sometimes you just have these things that you, um, like, you operate in or you want to operate in, but you don't know exactly why or what it's called or something. So anyway, so it was kind of like great revelation to me that um, that, I have that gift. However, um, all growing up in my life, I lived in a house um, growing up with great fear. So just a lot of fear on my life, a lot of fear passed down to me. Um, and that fear made me very shy. Like, I, I, I would never have told you that I could get up and talk to you today. <laughs> um, and I mean, I have preached messages and all kinds of stuff. But Um, I just had such a great fear. I had fear of people, fear to talk to anybody. Um, I had fear to like look at people, you know, I was just crazy fear, um, on me. And so for years, I feel like God has taken that fear off. But last year we went through, um, RTF, the thorough format, and I almost, um, texted Bob and Jenny, where are you? Oh, I almost texted you this week and said, thank you so much for all that you're doing with RTF. (laughs) So thank you so much for all that you're doing with RTF. It takes so many hours and hours and hours of dedicated, like everything that you guys have done. So I just thank you, first of all. Um, Well, it's good um, that we have people who want to work to set other people free. But anyway, when I went through thorough thorough format last um, August, one of the things that I noticed, like, probably the strongest thing that I noticed was I like, I just suddenly had this great heart for my administrators at my school. And we had, like, all new administrators last year. And I, my heart was just like, I I don't know, like, I was just for them. I wanted them to succeed and wanted to, good um, I'm so sorry. Uh, Anyway, I wanted them to excel and to do well, and I just, so I like left sticky notes, and I'm like, uh, left a couple sticky notes on their desk, and I thought, oh my gosh, they probably think, like, I'm the weirdest person, (laughs) Um, but anyway, I just had such a great heart for them, and and, um, it has been a struggle for me, like, to um, feel, I don't know what the, like i think it was a lie it's lies that i have believed in fear that um that i am not worthy to talk to a person does that make sense maybe some of you guys feel like that today like i'm not worthy because they're administrators and i'm a teacher or whatever you know whoever it is it's like this lie that i was believing that the enemy said you're not worthy to talk to this person so don't talk to them and today that seems so silly doesn't it (laughs) but it is true that's how i lived and that's many many years how i lived my life like i'm not worthy to talk to that person so i can't do that and so when we went through um rtf that was one of the things that was broken off and so i just felt very free to be able to talk to them to pray for them to encourage them but also other people around me and and so um two let's see two weeks ago I had to email, so I'm at the middle school now, new principal. Um, I don't know him very well. (laughs) So I'm like freaked out and nervous, besides the fact that I haven't been at school. I feel like I'm a sloth, although I can't go to school right now. Anyway, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. I have to email him back and tell him again, you know, I cannot come in. Um, This is awful. And I just had this huge fear rise up in me that I can't do this. And so immediately I knew this is not right, right? Suddenly I knew, okay, I'm believing a lie again. And so I just got my RTF stuff out. I got all my prayer stuff out and I started writing down all the lies that I, I was believing it once more, the unworthiness and just the things that I was believing that would, were not true. And so I just prayed through everything. I asked God to forgive me. I um, repented. And then I asked him what his truth was because... Whenever the enemy brings us a lie, God really has the opposite in a truth, right? And so I just I just declared the truth, and then I have been speaking those truths every single day um, over myself and just believing that. And so when Eric preached the message <laughs> this last week on Courage, I was like... <gasps> Oh my gosh, it made me really it made me excited, but it also made me mad because the enemy likes nothing better to come in and lie to you, right? Lie to me and to steal away the gifts that God has given us to function in and to walk in. And it is not weird for me to want to come up to you and say, "You did an awesome job. I love you." You know, like you look amazing, and that is not a strange thing. So anyway um i just want to encourage you guys in that and i also felt like uh if can i pray for them Sure. okay because one of the things i also read on a devotional this week was about encouragement and it said that encouragers are supposed to call others up into the purpose that god has for them so i believe that that's what i am supposed to pray over you today that You are to be called up into the purpose that God has for you and also into the gifts and the callings that he has for you. So while we were worshiping, I just felt like that's what I was supposed to do. So maybe just put your hands out like cups, and we're going to receive. So Lord God, I just pray over this body and this house today. Um, Lord, I just believe for a release uh, of purpose and a release of calling in Jesus' name and that I just encourage everybody in this house Um, to begin to walk in their calling and their purpose and their gifts, Lord. And Lord, I pray that the lies of the enemy would be revealed uh, beginning today, that those lies would be stirred up in the minds and the hearts of the people so that they can be gotten rid of. In Jesus' name, they can be trampled on and stomped on, and then you can pour in the truth in them, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you, God, for this gift of encouragement. We thank you, Lord, that... um, you have so many other gifts, Lord God, in your body, and that all of us have to rise up, rise up in the gifts that we have been given by you, Lord God, so that we can function properly and fully as the body of Christ, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, and I just declare that over this body in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Hold on, Hannah, hold on. You're not going to get away from me this quick, Hannon. So I'm going to help you out. You're not going to be nervous. Don't even look at them. Okay? We're just going to look it this way. Now, Hannon, the gift of encouragement is usually comes when we have a need, and there are needs in the people behind us, right? And so, is there something that the Lord wants you to say to encourage the people behind us? So don't worry about saying something stupid. Don't worry about saying anything. What do you feel like the Lord would have you say to the people behind us? How is God wanting to empower and encourage them? That gift is in you and on you. And so what are you feeling on the inside? And take your time. No hurry. What would the Lord say to these amazing people behind you today? How would he want to encourage them? with the gift that you are. Father, I thank you for Hanan. God, I thank you for this man of God. And Father, as you're maturing the gift of encouragement in him, I know he's been put on the spot right here, Father. But Lord, I thank you that you spoke to him and you encouraged him in his gift. And so God, we thank you for that encouragement. We thank you, God, for that power. And Father, I thank you in the days You are going to use Hannon to encourage people, to help people, to be a part of their need and a part of their encouragement. In Jesus' name, amen. Anything else on your heart? Not a thing, huh? Man, I really put you on the spot, didn't I? Man, I know how to really encourage you, don't I? (laughs) I bless you, Hannon. Thank you, buddy. Everybody encourage Hannon today. Amen amen praise god there were many other people who went through trials and challenges this week and uh, the gift of encouragement was working i know as many of you know deb tower has went through a lot and she's been trying to sell a lot of gary's tools and and she shared with me this week how so many of you reached out to her and encouraged her and she was so blessed and she's still in that trial of trying to get rid of all of Gary's woodworking equipment. So if you know anybody that has woodworking or desires woodworking equipment, she has those. But I know she was really encouraged. I know Gerald over here, he lost his central air unit and somebody helped you, didn't they? And helped him to get in, get back with air conditioning in his home. And there's a lot of people in this house that uh, were ministered to, we, to. And I know with Brian and Sarah losing their house and they lost everything, but they're going to gain back what They're gaining back really right now what matters. Isn't that true, Brian? And so God's been working. And so I just want to, what I want to do is, uh, before I bring Brian and Sarah up, I'm going to, I want to just review a little bit of what I talked about last night with the gift, or last week with the gift of encouragement. Because lo- last week I talked about what the gift of encouragement was. I talked about how it shows up when there's a need and how it empowers others and yourself to not quit. To not give up, to, not, to, to press in when things get tough. And usually courage shows up or needs, it It, it, it doesn't have to show, it's not courage if everything's going well. It, it's not courage if everything in your life's going great, you don't need courage. It's when things start to go wrong and there's pain or there's fear that courage has to show up. And the gift of encouragement must come through you and through me and through God. You know, it's amazing in the, in the Bible how many times, 90% of the time, God uses people to encourage people. Yes, he comes. I know with Joshua, praise the Lord, God came to Joshua and literally in the cloud stood before him and said, be strong and courageous. For the Lord your God is with you. We would all like to have a cloud show up today, wouldn't we? When we're ready to quit and when we're ready to lay down or ready to hide or ready to go to bed or whatever you're ready to do. But God encourages us and he, he encourages us to press in and to not give up, not to quit. And so, so we want, I, I would just want to, I want to ponder that a little bit longer. What courage is? And then Brian and Sharon are going to share the courage that they received. Uh, but courage, again, it's a funny thing. It's the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain without fear. A synonym for it is bravery. And so last week what I did is I broke, and, and here's where I want to really, I didn't spend a lot of time on it last week, and I want to spend time on it this week. As I broke down the word encouragement, and I, and I took the words that we talked about We talked about urging someone, imploring. Encouragement means to urge someone. Encouragement means to implore someone. Encouragement means to exhort someone. Compassion, comfort. And I drew a line there because what I really want to, I I, I want us to look at this, and then I want to put it in the context of Brian and Sarah's um, house fire. I want to put it in the context of maybe Deb Towers' What she's going through and what many of us are going through because everyone in this room has something they need encouraged by Everyone in this room is going through a trial every everyone in this room is going through a trial of some kind Where you need courage to not quit where you need courage to press in where you need courage to do what's right you need courage to make your marriage healthy. You need courage to get your finances in order. You need courage in your health or whatever the situation is. Are we, are we, are we all on that same page? You need courage to lose weight, you know, whatever it is. To not quit. And so I talked about how urging to push or drive to excitement or effort. To implore means to beg or make urgent. Exhorting means the act of earnestly supporting or encouraging a response or action to request or urge action. And then I drew a line there. And then there's also compassion, a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another one who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering and comfort, to console, reassure, and bring to cheer. And so what I did is I I, I wanted to I wanted to and somebody before service, I can't remember who it was, we talked about this, is as they were encouraging someone this week, and they were, they were in the urge mode. They were in the mode of, you know, man, don't be a victim. Uh, God has more for you. And there was this exhortation. They were trying to pull them out of the depression. They were trying to pull them out of the discouragement. And they were in the upper before. They were in the urging, imploring, and exhorting. And, and so they were they were looking for for, for for a response they were using encouragement to look for a response from the person and so the top line is when you are this deals with somebody else's actions somebody else's efforts somebody else's response you're looking on that if you're when you're encouraging someone and you you see where they're at, you have to determine when you're encouraging somebody. Do I need to be above the line or below the line in the in the in this particular situation? So I'm going to put Brian and Sarah in this situation. House fire, losing everything. Everybody's going out there to encourage and and, and, and encourage them and help them through the trial that they're going through. Did they need anybody to in, to to push or drive them? Did they need anyone to beg or make urgent? Did they need anyone to to encourage them to take action? Oh, oh, Sarah, don't, no, don't, don't, don't do this. Oh, Sarah, have faith. Oh, Sarah, the Word of God says this. Oh, Brian, don't do that. Oh, the Word of God is, that's not the exhortation that they needed, which is a part of exhortation. They needed the below the line of exhortation they needed people to come around and be sympathetic sorrowful for this misfortune that, that, that they were going through with this desire to alleviate the suffering that they were going through they didn't need anybody to preach to them they didn't need anybody to tell them what they should do they needed people to love on them to have compassion to have comfort to console and reassure them that god was going to get us through this crazy trial and so it's really important as Christians. Do I need to go above the line, or do I need to go above the, or below the line? So many times in our encouragement, with the gift of encouragement, sometimes we stay above the line. But what Brian and Sarah needed was something different. Can I have an amen on that? Amen. And so, the below line, the up above. I'm looking for a response from people. I'm looking for them to obey the Lord. I'm looking, I'm exhorting them to do the word of God. And below the line, the exhortation is, I, it's dealing with my actions and what I'm doing to help them in the situation. You see what I'm saying? So above the line, you're dealing with somebody else's responses. You're looking for effort. You're looking for something from them in your exhortation. And below the line, you're actually, it's about your actions. It's about what are you doing to alleviate the misfortune? What are you doing to help the need that is going on in their life? And we have to have wisdom from heaven and the Spirit of God on when to speak and when not to speak. Be slow to speak and what? Quick to listen. And so, this week, the gift of encouragement, wow, did it ever show up. It was a powerful, powerful work this week as the fire went and consumed their house. God is working in this church family right now to do something, to bring a revelation to us. And we have to work where God's working. And we have to realize that God's trying to bring something to our hearts. God's really trying to bring something, a deeper revelation of love and a deeper a deeper revelation of fellowship. When we've been talking about the four essential elements in the church in Acts 2.42, where they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the breaking of bread, to the fellowship, and to prayer, those four essentials. Being devoted to one another, God is trying to do something in this family. You know, Mike made mention to it again, we're talking about family, family, family. God is trying to bring something to us and bring a deep revelation for a reason. And he's, pri- in, and, and he's looking for a people who will be devoted to God and one another. Can I have an amen on that? Amen. And so, with that, I want to share a scripture out of John 13, 34. And then we're going to let Brian and them come up for a, a moment. In John 13, 34, Jesus is talking, and he says, a new command I give you. The commands of the lord had already been established what the commands of the lord were and jesus is getting ready to go to the cross he's having his last meal with his brothers and his disciples he has washed their feet he has demonstrated love he has become a servant he's laid his he's laying his life down for the disciples and then he tells them this last thing hey guys Hey, what's up, Pete? Hey, Pete. Hey, John. I got a new command for you. I can just imagine you going, really? There's another command? Other than the law of Moses? He said, yeah, I've got a new command for you. And this is what it was. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, by this love, all men in Newcastle and the surrounding region will know you're my disciples if you love one another. Love one another. Can I ask you, how has Jesus loved you? Unconditionally. Unconditionally. Even when you're a dirt bag. Even when you don't deserve it. Why? Does He love us like that? Even when I'm a bad leader and I make mistakes, He loves me. He loves me. And He loves you. And so I think we don't understand the deep love that God has for us. Therefore, we don't give that kind of love away. I don't think we understand the character of our God and how much He loves us because the enemy, who is an accuser of the brethren, he accuses you night and day and he says you are a failure. You're this. You're that. And Christ Says no, you're a saint. You are forgiven. You are righteous You have been bought you you have been purchased by me And so the scripture the command he gives and he wants us so today as you sit here before us today you are commanded to love me and I am commanded to love you and That love I believe God is bringing to this house in such a great way and and you're going to hear some of that from Brian and Sarah of how they were so blessed but again people are watching how we're going to love each other and when they see that we love each other they're going to know we're his disciples they're going to know that Jesus is present if we love one another isn't that a great scripture and so uh, before Brian and Sarah come up here I want to show just a few pics of their house. If you guys haven't seen it yet, it it was quite devastating. That peak there, there's nothing left of that. In the next picture, you're going to see that nice peak gone. And uh, that's it after it went further and further. And the firemen doing what they did, thank God for them. every sofa every clothes they were in deep need weren't you brian crazy crazy journey but here's what i want to show you next the body of christ some of you had to work and you could not be there but over the course of that day there was probably no less than 15 people there constantly as the rotation of people coming in and the rotation of people coming out, being there to support and to love and just to be there. And Brian and Sarah are going to share a little bit about what they went through and what God is speaking to them about this house fire. And we're going to let them share the love and the encouragement, the, spirit of, the gift of encouragement, how it came and helped them through this crazy, crazy trial. Because you know what? There's a family that's here. Brian and Sarah are all in. You want to talk about a family that's all in and they're devoted to the apostles teaching they're 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 devoted to the breaking of bread and fellowship in their homes and They're they're devoted to prayer and seeking God. Are they perfect? No I think they'll be the first one to tell us that right But everybody if you would just uh, let uh, welcome Brian and Sarah up here We just love them and just let us show some love (coughs) And encouragement we love you guys we love you we love you I'm just going to let them share from their heart what God has been doing. They've been staying at our house and uh, having to put up with the hailers, so.
2: <laughs> so uh, I'll probably cry through this sometimes. Um, it's not sorrow, just so you know. Um, um, I I don't know how to describe with words. Like, the, seriously, the support. Um, this, thanks. <laughs> um, uh, I haven't had to think for myself. Uh, I, uh, so as the it was happening, she called me at work, come home, and uh, Angela Farmer was already there, I think at that time, maybe. Um, Michelle, I don't remember exactly. It's kind of a blur. But I didn't have to do anything. Um, and so tiny details. Uh, I think Eric ended up bringing some chairs to sit down on, right? Uh, I think someone brought ice for cold drinks. It was warm that day. Um, food, just all sorts of stuff. David Youngquist, he shows up and he's like, hey, I with what I do, I can move your deep freeze for you. Uh, I didn't have to do anything, right? And at that point in time, that's kind of the last thing I want to worry about was what to do other than I mean, my biggest concern was the firemen, right? That was my thing. They're putting their lives out there for me, and so I was real worried about, are they safe and all that sort of stuff. <coughs> um, but the not only from my church family, but from people that uh, maybe talked to twice in my life, from then to now, uh, people come out of the woodwork. Every time I see them are giving me something. Us, <laughs> not me, right? But our family something um clothes that you uh clothes. so many clothes uh money people just hand us hundreds of dollars at a time people that uh, <laughs> i spoke to somebody when i was a junior in college at Westdale when i was coaching volleyball there right and i was talking to this boy who happened to be a brother of a daughter of a sister i was coaching right and the roundabout way ended up giving me money from a conversation I had in 1998 with him as a junior in high school because of how much it meant that I took time to talk to him, right? So God is this blessing thing through all this. So, you know, a valley is a valley, right? And you can all say, oh, you're in the worst valley of your life and my my issue compared to maybe whatever the issue valley you guys are going through is totally different, right? You've lost everything and I'm not that bad, right? You can compare your valley to my valley right but I want to encourage you that um, you know um, being loners if you will I am not a guy who likes public attention Mm -hmm. if you don't know that already I don't enjoy attention right Uh, but people can't help you if they don't know right now I didn't necessarily expect neither one of us did Again, that's part of the overwhelming thing. Uh, neither one of us expected anything. Not that we didn't think you are good people. That's not all I'm saying. Just didn't have the expectation. We were raised, thank God, by Gene Alice and my parents, Bob and Jenny Hughes. And I, we give. It's how we do. We serve. I, I enjoy serving you guys. That's, I, I enjoy that. So I don't ever expect anything in return. Um, and so, therefore, I just don't really put stuff out there. Um, and so Sarah, contacted Angela. They're really good friends. And so Angela, I assume, started the communication. I have no idea. But if you're in your valley, you need people. And if you think you get through it alone, you probably will, but you're gonna be miserable. Uh, and I can stand up here and say, I have actually been at peace since I got the phone call at 8:17 on Monday morning. Well, I was at work. She calls me and says, hey, Cole's room's on fire. And I've actually been at peace the entire time. I uh, haven't been worried. Haven't made nothing. Uh, everything's been provided. I actually told Erica yesterday, I think. What it actually feels like, uh, I know my f- house burned. You guys can also go see it. It's all burned. It doesn't feel like I've lost anything. People are giving us meals. People are... D- So it's amazing. I want to encourage you, right? That no matter where you're at, God always has the best for you. I'm going to walk away. We're going to walk away at this thing. We will own a brand new home. We will be debt free. Totally. And all my kids' education is paid for and have extra money. So um, I don't You know, would I choose this path? Not necessarily, right, to get there. Uh, But again, out of the ashes, like that song was saying today, hope will arise. And um, yes, good things are happening. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen. We're still seeking the Lord on what we're supposed to do. Build, stay, who knows what, right? Um, But that's where we are. And again, I just want to thank all of you for what you have done, whether you've prayed, you've donated, whatever it is, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all... God's got under control, right? Um, But thank you. Um, It's the amount of love and compassion that we have felt is amazing, very comforting, um, very peaceful. My family has been at peace the entire time. It's calm. It's normal. Um, It's just amazing. I don't know how else to describe it. People have asked what it's like to lose a home, and I'll describe it to you this way. I've been asking the Lord how to describe it. You ever forgot something when you went somewhere? You went to go to someplace and you forgot something? Okay, yep. Um, imagine that in everything you do. That's what it's like to lose your home. Because the simplest things you just can't go get because you, you forget it. It's really gone. And so it's that no that's, that. that's the best way I can describe it to you is what it feels like is you forget everything because you have nothing to go get. So again, thank you for uh, everything. and I just encourage you to, uh, no matter what valley you're in, you need people, you need to connect, I'm want to go to the connect group route, whatever it is. Uh, without that, it's going to be kind of rough.
3: So um, I'm just going to read because <laughs> um, I can't face you guys eye to eye because um, I didn't know how much I loved you guys. (laughs) I really had no idea how much you loved us. And um, so anyhow, (laughs) I'm just gonna, if I can see. Um, Eric asked me three questions last night. Um, How has this tragedy helped you to understand how the gift of encouragement is so empowering? How has it infected y- your courage? Has it given you a brave heart? And how has it empowered you or encouraged you? So, um, on my mirror in the bathroom was a verse First Thess- Thessalonians five eleven. Therefore, encourage one another and build each oth- other. My verse says daily, just in fact, just as in fact you are doing, um, and. I would look at that verse every day and think, oh, I need to text somebody and just say, hey. Um, Not a huge encouragement, but um, there'd be days where I'd just send a text out and be like, you doing okay, and just thought about you. So I'm just going to read what I wrote. The gift of encouragement this week was instrumental in bringing me out of some deep despair. It kept me going as I watched our house burn. It let me know how much our church, our community, and our friends love us. Not only that, but my husband's encouragement of love and reassurance was fundamental in my healing this week. Without his prayers and everyone else's prayers, I may not be here today. I truly went to a bad place in my head. I couldn't even form a prayer. but we have been so blessed to have been living with the healers this week and all our friends visiting us. They prayed, cried, and helped us. I wanted to quit and I wanted to go hide in a corner because it was all my fault. I knew in my head that I was wrong, but my flesh wanted to go rock in a corner and live in shame and condemnation. Had it not been for the encouragement from others, even the fire investigator, I would still be in that crazy dark place. Yes, there's times where I feel like, um, that makes sense, never mind. <laughs> others even brought encouragement to my entire family just by being there at the fire to give them a hug when they showed up. I can even see where the encouragement brings you up to a different level of understanding. And I still haven't completely figured this out yet. Um, but even um, your encouragement to us has made me realize God gives us encouragement daily. Um, and right now I feel like it's through your prayers that God sends me your encouragement and his own encouragement that's healed my heart and my mind.
2: So uh, I want to pray for you guys too. Um, you know the Bible says you give away what you received, right? So I want to give away uh, what I received. So I am going to pray for you guys. I am going to pray a blessing all of you. Um, dear Lord, I thank you so much for how much you love each one of us our, um, as children and you are as fathers. But I pray that the same blessings you provided us in terms of love, compassion, support, all those things, Lord, I pray that in everyone's circumstances, everyone's valleys, uh, everyone's trials, Lord, that they would receive the same support, they receive the same blessing, and I bestow upon all of you the blessing, the comfort from the Holy Spirit, the love of Jesus Christ, the knowing that you are taken care of, that no matter what it is you can ask, there's a person you can ask, and that person will help, and you will provide. And I thank you, Lord, for this church. I thank you for everyone in this building. And I just pray that you give us all a deep relationship with you. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you. Great preaching. Great preaching. Good stuff. Good stuff. More revelation, God. More, more, more for all of us, right? One of the things Brian said, oh, this is father-in-law. <laughs> it was tragic to watch that house burn, wasn't it, buddy? It was. It
2: was it made like I'm in the church this morning. I, I had a headache. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: have headaches.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the thought comes to me that you've been told you should pray for people mm-hmm. for healing. Yep. So I think whoever's got a headache supposed to come up.
0: All right. If anybody got a headache with right now, come on up and Gene's gonna lay hands on you. Yep. This is called the encouragement of the body right here. Thank you for being bold, Gene. Mm-hmm. He's got a headache. This is mm-hmm. anybody else got a headache? Amen. Oh, he's he's not worried about it. Oh, he ain't worried about it. Bless him Lord. Okay we will let Jean pray for you, buddy. Yes. Amen. Bring all of them around. Thank you for giving me the courage to come down here. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we just declare healing on these headaches, Father. We thank you for that. We thank you for Gene's faith to just come up. And declare that. So, Lord, we just say yes and amen. Father, thank you that by your stripes we're healed. And, Lord, you're removing headaches in Jesus' name from all these. Father, thank you for that in Jesus' name. Anybody feeling anything or sensing anything? Can you feel the Lord on that? I feel the Lord on that. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Gene. Amen. Amen. We believe in healing here, amen? That's right. So I'm going to leave you with two scriptures. It's, and Sarah already quoted the one out of 1 Thessalonians. But here's what I want to leave us with. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. This week, that is our assignment. That is what we are going to do. There are needs that are represented here, and there are needs with the people that aren't even here. Galatians 6.2 also says carry one another's burdens and this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. How many want to fulfill the law of Christ? And so many times, and I think Brian said it very, very well, so many times we're in valleys, we're in trials, and we're looking for someone to help us. We're looking for relief. But here's what I want to encourage us today. If no one's helping you and you're not, no one knows that you need help, You're going to have to ask. You're going to have to make people aware of your needs so that people can help you. But the big thing that I really want to take away from an application of the gift of encouragement is this. If you need encouragement, give it away. Give someone courage. Give, infuse someone this week encouragement. Because you may need it yourself right now and you may be in a, in a struggle but if you will give encouragement away it will come back to you I know I mean even Brian and Sarah how they encouraged my daughter years ago when she was going through a struggle they have encouraged people they've they've empowered people and it has come back to them pressed down shaken together and that's the scripture that I wanted to quote from Jesus it says, you know, because we always say, hey, pay it forward. Pay it forward, right? Pay it forward. But Jesus said this, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Jesus. I'm seeing the measure that Brian and Sarah, have, as they have sowed in, into people's life, it is coming back to them over and abundantly what we can ever dream or imagine. And this gift of encouragement, I want to encourage us. The Lord just told me, work where I'm working, pause, don't move on, stay right there. And I want to encourage you today. If you will, stand up with me. I want to encourage you right now. I want you to ask the Spirit of God, just close your eyes and just ask the Spirit of God, who am I to encourage this week? Who am I to reach out to this week? Who am I to touch? Holy Spirit, I ask that you would show each person right now who they're to reach out to. Who the gift of encouragement needs to go to in their life. Whether it's a family member, whether it is someone within this church that has not been coming for months, whether it's a person at Walmart or a mother who's struggling with three or four kids and her life is chaotic, just ask Him, Lord, who do you want me to reach out to? Just ask Him. Holy Spirit, who do you want me to encourage? If you've got a name in your head, keep your eyes closed, but just raise your hand up. If if God's given you a name, just let me see. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. If you don't have a name yet, I guarantee you, as you ask, and as you seek and as you not, God will show you the name of that person that you're to reach out. And you're going to go through this thing of, do they need the urging, imploring, exhorting part of encouragement where they need to be challenged to, to, to their effort or their, what they need to do, that there's a response from them that you feel like the Lord's wanting? or is it the below the line of co- the the compassion and the care the the compassion and the comfort ask the lord right now god which one do they need do they need just me to help bear the burden just to to be there for them to help alleviate the pain or lord are they needing exhorting to <laughs> exhorted to 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 not quit to to fight to not be a victim to to be, get in the Word, to, to what, what is it that they're needing, God? And so as you ask the Lord, which form of encouragement do they need? You need to know how the Lord wants you to reach out to them. On Monday, if I would have went to Brian and said, dude, you need to do this. I would have been, I would have been in the wrong place of encouragement and so Father I just thank you God that you are you're showing us as a church how to love one another how to be a true family who cares for one another and Father I know that there are many needs represented in this house that are going unmet and I pray God that you would challenge all of our hearts that you would convict us all to get more plugged in to get more plugged into the relationships within this house so that people will know what the needs are. So, Father, I come against isolation. I come against, you know, a fear of getting connected. And, Father, we just t- thank you, God, that you're breaking that orphan spirit off, that isolation, that maverick thing where I can do it all on my own. Father, I, we break that off in Jesus' name. Amen. And, Father, I just declare that, God, we are going to become more and more a family here in New Covenant Amen. where we, God, help each other, where we encourage each other, where we, we help one another in p- where we have needs. And Father, it's going to start a revival. It's going to start a revival in this city, in this land. When we, rev- when we love that way, they're going to know who we are. They're going to know that kind of love, that there's something different about that. And Lord, that is something that you can put your endorsement on. You can blow by the wind of your spirit on when people love that kind of way and it's not for themselves. Father, I thank you that there is a revival coming to this land and this city. I thank you, God, that you're doing a work in this house to prepare us for something bigger. And so, Father, I pray that you would teach us how to encourage one another, that you would teach us how to bear one another's burdens, that you would help us, God, to get out of our isolation, out of our busy lives, out of our busy schedules, out of our our survival mode so that we can look to the needs of others around us, so that we can love well, so that we can be a family that loves well, Father. So, Lord, I thank you for that. And I thank you, God, as you've caused us to pause. Lord, I just want to say publicly, thank you, God, for protecting Brian and Sarah and the entire family from harm. Thank you, God, that none of them got hurt. Thank you, God, for the very most important things were actually protected, yes, and that is our relationships. Amen. Yes. So, Lord, I thank you for Hannah. I thank you for Cole. I thank you for Haley and Brian and Sarah, God. And Lord, I just pray, God, that you would bring greater revelation to them and this family here on how you want us to love each other. But Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for what the enemy has meant for harm. You work to the good for those that love you, and you have worked good, and we give you praise for that. We give you praise that you take beauty out of ashes, and you bring strength where there's fear. And so, God, we say thank you for the revelation you're bringing to this house. Thank you for the love you're bringing to this house. Thank you for the care. It's good that, God, we just thank you and praise you for it. We just love you and we praise you.